Hey everyone, welcome to On The Line. My name is Addison and I'm a 15-year-old aspiring sports broadcaster. On The Line is a sports podcast that highlights the stories of high school and college athletes so you can get a behind-the-scenes look at what it takes to be the best. everyone and welcome back to On the Line. My name is Addison and today I'm here with Kennedy Catholic football player Isaiah Malloy. Isaiah is a three-star safety for the class of 2022. Thank you so much Isaiah for coming on the podcast today. I'm really excited to hear your story and I know it's been a long time coming and with lots of changes of plans but I'm excited that we were finally able to find a time to talk. Of course, thank you for having me. Of course. First off, how has your senior season been so far? Um, well, to start, you know, we had a little slump with the first two games. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't gone the way we wanted to go. On the defensive side of the ball, I think we're not doing too bad. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, it's kind of hard to get things started. We have some players injured. Uh, our center's hurt right now, so we have a freshman in our center. And then we also have a transfer from um, Eastside, and he's not eligible until week five. So wow. there's a lot of, you know bumps and bruises but we'll be good and we'll get things going eventually so did you play your third game in Pullman today oh we didn't we had it canceled because one of the players from LCA uh sadly got COVID so how are you able to adapt to this adversity that you face and with the change of plans how were you able to get through that and not you know get caught up in the emotions and being frustrated with that yeah, I mean, at first, obviously, the whole team's devastated. You know, we went all the way out there and mm-hmm. found that we can't play. But Coach Cross really, like, tells us to always find the positive sides of things. And it was a good experience. You know, we got to go out there, watch the game, and then we got to get some team bonding. And so, overall, it was a good experience. We didn't get to play the game, but we still got the team bonding. And, it was, yeah, it was a good experience. Right. And you mentioned that your first two games didn't really go the way you guys hoped. So what are you doing now to try and change that for the rest of the season? Yeah, I think um, for us, we really just got to play together more um, Mm -hmm. and not play as individuals. I think on the defense side of the ball, like I said, we're fine. Um, But obviously, there's always things we can get better at. So each week and day by day, we'll just keep getting better. And then, you know, we'll start to get things rolling, hopefully this Mm -hmm. week and homecoming week. Well, let's rewind a little bit and talk about how you got your start in football. So how old were you when you were first introduced to the sport? Um, I would say I was really born into the sport. My dad's been coaching his whole life, so or not his whole life, but he has a coaching career. So ever since I was born, I was really born into the sport. So yeah, I was like super young. So did you like football right away or did it take a while for you to find your passion and love for the sport? Um, no, I really think I love the game and I loved it since I was young. I've always had a knack for football and like always wanted to play during recess, whatever it was in the backyard. So yeah, I think I've always loved the game. I still do. Because you come from a football family, has that caused any added pressure for you to continue the sport and even take it further beyond high school? Um, I mean, there's definitely pressure, but I think it's a good kind of pressure because I like to be, you know, pushed because I know or they know that I can do better. So the pressure and I like to perform under pressure as well. So 
Mm-hmm. Now, some people have a hard time performing or playing under pressure. So what advice would you give to those people? Um, I really say just stay strong in your faith and believe that God has a plan for you and to just play with no fear in your heart. Because mm-hmm. I believe like once you have no fear, you're, there's literally nothing that can stop you because the game is really a mental game. And once you overcome that mental part of not having fear, you're just going to go out there and make plays. Absolutely. Well, I read that your dad is a former UW safety and linebacker. And then you mentioned now he's a coach. So have you ever been coached by him? Yeah, for sure. He teaches me a lot of things. Um, taught me how to watch film, taught me some uh, techniques and everything about the sport, especially because he's a safety and I'm a safety now. So he still knows those little things. And then there's always those times that I could pick off of the DB coaches from UW and learn stuff from them as well. Right. Now, I read an article that mentioned that you have a really good football IQ. And I think that may, maybe that's something some athletes kind of look over. So can you talk about the importance of having a good football IQ and what you can do to build up to that? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, physically, you got to have some type of talent. But the IQ part of it is like really, really important because you got to know what to do and where to be on the field. And for me, you know, watching film is like a big part of my my playing. I watch a lot of film. Like I watch over maybe six hours of film every week for a game. So just knowing where to be, when to be, knowing the plays before the snap, that's just like a big part of the game for me. To me, I think of reading and you can read and retain that information. But then sometimes I find myself just reading and then not absorbing what I'm reading at all. I'm just reading the words, don't know what's going on. And I feel like that could be the same when watching film. So how do you properly watch film so that you can get the most out of it? Yeah, for sure. For me, um, I watch film in increments. So I'll watch film like in 30 minutes, do like a watch a formation and then I'll go back, I'll try to find the tail on the quarterback, see what his tendencies are. And then I'll go back and try to find a um, tendency on a guard or a tackle. And then I'll go back on a different player, see what, what their best player is, who their best player is, who's their go-to player. And then I'll, you know, I'll just um, kind of break it up into parts where I do this and then I do this, take a break, I do this. And then obviously do it throughout the week and not all in just one day because I don't think your brain can attain that much information in one day. Yeah, and can you go into more detail on how your dad's knowledge of football has influenced your career? Yeah, for sure. He definitely has influenced me just of all the knowledge he has, especially at the college level. So it's like a different level and a faster pace. So it can it kind of slows down the game for me just because I see those type of things. And then he'll teach me all these different techniques and especially how to watch film on uh, learning tendencies and learning formations and not just like you said, watching film to watch film or like reading a book just to read the words and you don't really know what's happening. Yeah. Well, you've been playing football your whole life and you said you were kind of, you were just born into it. You loved it from the start, but is there a moment when you realized that you wanted to play beyond high school? Yeah, I think um, ever since I was little, you know, kids always say they have that dream. I always had that dream of always playing at the next level and going to this high school has really given me an opportunity to actually get to the next level, especially because coach cross, he puts on for all of us. So I've really realized that I like really want to go to the next level. What have you done to make that a reality for yourself and make that possible? 
I would say separating myself, especially over COVID, I was I was definitely underweight before in like sophomore year, junior year, I was underweight. And all the coaches that I've been talking to told me I had to gain weight. So I took that to heart and I was lifting every day, gained about 25 pounds, I think. And then, yeah, I think just separating myself more so mentally than physically, because physically I think I'm there now, but mentally separating myself is a big separation for me because I don't think people work on their mental too much in the game. And what do you mean by separating yourself mentally? Like, what does that look like? Um, I would say like visual, visualizing stuff. For me, that really helps. Like at night, I'll just close my eyes and visualize me getting a pick six, me catching a pick, me doing this and doing that, mm-hmm. making a tackle. Mm-hmm. Because once your brain sees something once, it can just do it again. And it, it has already seen it. So that's one thing I would take away, especially Coach Cross actually taught us that. He brought a guest speaker in and taught us that. So, yeah. You were part of a team that led Kennedy Catholic to an undefeated season. What clicked within the team that year? Um, I think for us, it was that we just really played as a family. Those seniors that um, left, they've been with each other since the start and they had a rough start, but they've always been with each other. We had a super tight bond and it was like on and off the field. We were always with each other at school. We were always with each other. So we really had a tight bond and we just, yeah, we just clicked, like you said. Mm-hmm. And how did you build that tight bond between the team? Um, I think it was just, I'd say a lot of the team uh, bondings, we would go on trips. They would take our phones. Everybody thinks, oh, they take our phones. It's a big deal, but it actually helped because you get to know somebody that you don't know. And um, we also went on a lot of team camps, which helped a lot. And then outside of school, we just became friends and would always be with each other. We wanted to be around each other and we all just loved each other and actually became a family. You said a minute ago that, there were quite a few seniors that left. So you had some really notable departures on the offensive side of the ball this year. What has the transition been like or the adjustment within the program? Um, I think from a viewer's perspective, you guys would think it was tough, but I don't think it's that tough because the younger guys have been here and been backing up Bez, Reed, Junior. I don't know why I blanked on him. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but they've been backing up them, and they've been learning the plays for all four years. Our quarterback knows every single play, our receivers. Now they're just just waiting on getting that um, chemistry and getting ready to click this week against Tahoma. What is your starting position? Uh, Safety. Safety. And has that been the position you've played your whole life? I know it seems like nowadays a lot of high school players are playing multiple positions. So is that the case for you? Um. So when I was younger, I was really small. Like I didn't have a growth spurt until my sophomore year. So I was I was playing safety, but I also lived in Utah and a whole bunch of other places because of my dad's job. But yeah, I've mostly been like a skilled position player, like safety mm-hmm. and slot receiver. So yeah. Why do you think you make a good safety? Um, I don't think, like you said, my IQ. I could be a leader on the field. Um, maybe if somebody else doesn't know the play before the snap, I can yell it out, yell out their formations, which I usually do whenever they're in a certain formation. I'll say it's zone or it's flood or pass or whatever it is. So I think that helps out not only me, but the whole team. What about 
athletically, what are your um, strengths? Uh, I think I'm pretty fast. I could break on the ball and I'm uh, agile. And is that something that has come naturally to you or something that you've had to work towards throughout the years? Uh, I think when I was younger, I was pretty natural. I used to do kickoff return and just get out of there on every kickoff return. So, mm-hmm. With your commitment to a college being in the near future, how are you feeling about that and the process? Um, I feel good about it. The process has been cool. It's cool talking to all these colleges, but at the end of the day, you can only go to one place. So um, I'll probably make the decision later after the football season and see what my options are. What are you looking for in the college that you're going to attend? What are some things that are really important to you? Um, definitely my position coach and then just the, the college and the culture around it. I want to go to a place with a good culture. And then I also want to go somewhere that's hot. And what's one other thing I talked about this with my mom. (laughs) Uh, Take your time. Take your time. You're probably tired too. (laughs) Yeah. I just got up like an eight hour bus ride. Sorry, I cannot remember right now. No worries. But I bet that this is a tough decision because there is a lot to take into consideration. But if I was in your position, I would definitely agree. I want to go somewhere hot. I'm tired of the rainy Washington weather. For sure. (laughs) But you mentioned that you travel a lot or you've been or lived in different states because of your dad's job. What's been your favorite state to play football in? Um, play football in, I really like here because of the competitive nature everybody has over here and then everything's more competitive. The game's more fast over here. Before here, I played in Utah, which over there was all right, but I felt like the, it wasn't as competitive as over here. I felt like over there, it was like everybody gets a trophy kind of. Yeah. So I just like over here how it's super competitive and gets you better at the game. Going off what you're saying, I'm really curious to know what makes a game successful in your opinion. Because I know like some people are like, okay, the game is successful if I win, but that might not be the case. So could you explain what makes a game successful in your eyes? Um, I think what makes a game successful is just feeling good about the game, like feeling that everybody played good on all three aspects of the ball, special teams, offense, and defense, mm-hmm. and feeling like we all all won our position and won every play that we played. So I think that's what makes the game successful to me. What has been the most memorable, memorable game for you so far? Most memorable game? Um, I would probably say Kentwood last year when I got two picks. That was pretty memorable to me, uh, not only because it was – that's kind of our rival to us. And I got two picks. And that was also the record-breaking game for Sam. So that was a pretty memorable game for me. How do you keep your body healthy? Playing football, obviously, it's a high-contact sport. And I'm sure you're training a lot. So do you have any recovery advice or words of wisdom on how to keep your body healthy while playing a sport that is so taxing on your body? Yeah, I would say definitely icing. Icing does help, even though everybody hates the ice bath. Um, 
icing definitely helps and then getting rehab from your trainer and asking to do things and where your body hurts to go get rehab like after school I'll go get rehab me and Lamont Richardson will go get rehab after school to make sure our body's right before practice. What do you feel you have done differently than let's say other players to get you to the point where you're at now? Um, I think just like working behind closed doors and not really posting on social media about what I'm doing. Cause I feel like it doesn't really need to be posted that you're working because your, your play will show that you were grinding in the off season or behind closed doors. That is very interesting. And I like what you had to say about not posting everything on social media. And of course, before I interview people, I, I check out their social media platforms to get information and stuff like that. And I did notice that you, I mean, you do post, but it's not like you're posting all the time. And um, could you talk about how maybe that could get distracting? Yeah, for sure. For me, um, I like to try to stay humble and try to stay, like I said, behind closed doors. But Mm -hmm. social media can definitely be a distraction. It could be, it's a great thing, but it could also be the worst thing because it's very opinionated. So if you see somebody's opinion or see how somebody's judging you, that can make you feel some type of way and get down on yourself. So I think to me, staying away from social media as best as you can from the negativity part of it can help you a lot because it could really take a toll on you. I've seen it take a toll on some people before. Right. What has been the best piece of advice you have received? Um, I would say always staying a step ahead. Always, um, like I said, working behind closed doors and just not really caring about what the next person is doing, but rather bettering yourself and being the best you, you can every single day. And yeah, just staying one step ahead of everybody else. What has been the biggest adversity you have faced so far? Um, I would say this year, the first two losses, I've, yeah, I think it was about 659 days since the last time we lost. So wow. it's a weird feeling, but, you know, adversity, it is what it is. You got to mm-hmm. eat it and move on. Losing is so tough. It's never fun, obviously. So how do you keep your head up and not become discouraged or depressed over, you know, the two losses? Yeah. um, For me, I mean, those aren't league games. They're still losses to me. I take them personal. But I think just learning from your failures and getting better from your losses is a big thing to me. And Yeah, I know. Like I just said, you got to eat it and move on. Mm -hmm. Can't dwell on the past. I know you mentioned to not dwell on the past, but I'm going to bring up the past for a second. (laughs) What have you learned from those two losses? Um, that we need to get things started faster. We need to come straight out the gate and uh, not wait for the team to punch first. But we got to throw the first punch and keep punching and punching and punching and. Yeah, I would just say that. Who is Kennedy Catholic playing next? We have Tahoma on Saturday for our homecoming game. Good luck with that. And what what are you hoping will happen differently in this game? Um, especially coming off of this team bonding, I hope we just learn how to play as a family this week. Um, on defensive side of the ball, keep doing what we're doing. I hope we can get more turnovers and pitch our first shutout. Um, and then on offensive side of the ball, I know they're going to get things going and we're just going to get back to rolling and get back to the show. 
The last question I have for you today is what advice would you give to young football players? Um, I would definitely say take the fear aspect out and play with no fear and always stay one step ahead and just keep grinding and grinding and grinding no matter what else, what everybody else is getting. If everybody else is getting offers, don't worry about that. Just worry about being your best self and bettering yourself because your time will come. Well, thank you so much, Isaiah, for coming on the podcast today. I really enjoyed speaking with you today, and I look forward to following the rest of your career. Could you just shout out your social media platforms so that those listening can go check those out? Yeah, of course. Uh, my Twitter is Malloy underscore Isaiah, and then my Instagram is Isaiah Malloy. Well, thanks again, and good luck for the rest of this season. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of On The Line. I upload new episodes every Sunday at 12. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts, and follow On The Line on Instagram, and all those links will be in the show notes. Thank you! Thank you!